two highly sarcastic lovers, with a romance that spans decades, tell their secrets, and questionable advice, on how to achieve what they have, this is the Married Too Stupid Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of Married Too Stupid, the podcast where we're on a never-ending quest to find out which one of us married stupid. Wait, time out. Did you mute your phone and your tablet? I don't have a tablet. Remember, I broke it. Okay. Did you mute your phone? Uh, yeah, yep. Uh, second of all, do not open that cranberry CA in front of the microphone. I am your host, Jacob, and across also from also known as stupid is my beautiful, lovely wife of sixteen years and Uno days. Mm. That's right. We had our sixteen-year anniversary yesterday. Wedding anniversary, marriage anniversary, not yes. dating anniversary. Wedding. We've been. Legally, legally binded in love you're gonna break that chair you're gonna no, fall no. out of it every week are, are I you think saying this. fat so every week you lean back in this chair way too far it's like not a chase lounge also yeah. your fly is unzipped oh shit <laughs> i've i've noticed that as i get older i forget to do that all the time okay that's maybe, weird you know maybe it's just that's um, not a habit wishful people oppor- typically just wishful opportunities maybe. my Family listens to this. That is gross. I didn't say from you. Edit this shit out. That is gross. Yeah, that ain't happening. <sighs> anyway, 16 so, blissful effing years. Yeah, that's how, uh, that's how we do it. So, you look like you're in pain. Emotionally or physically? Physically. Maybe I emotionally. I am. Do you want to talk about it? Take a sip of my she's, standard issue. She's pretty Canada much dry. double fisting uh, two beverages right now. I have the standard issue Canada Dry, also known as a CD. And then I have my cup of half coconut water, half body armor for electrolytes. What? I've done that since the beginning of the summer. Really? It It's like double the hydration, double the fun. What do you think I do with all that that coconut water that's in the fridge? I didn't. You think I drink it straight? I honestly didn't even know we had coconut water. You bought it for me before. I sent you to Costco to get a case. I thought that was for some other reason. What reason? I don't know. Effing soup out of coconut water? I I don't know what you do. Do you love me at all? Absolutely. 16 years, one day. Because I have literally been doing that for half a year. Half a year. I mean, middle of summer is like three months. I said the beginning of summer, dumbass. Beginning of summer. Anyway, I broke my hand. And it hurts real bad. She broke it doing a pink job. <laughs> I broke it because I was cleaning the house on Sunday. Yeah. And uh, the kids were asking me a ridiculous question in the kitchen. And I went to grab the mop behind me. And as I pulled the mop through, the dishwasher had gotten done. And it pops open at the end to let the steam out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pulled my hand through and hit right on the corner. It hurt so bad i swore profusely very loudly i heard there were some swear words involved and then our son is still asking his question while i'm screaming in pain and you know what the question was mommy why on the calendar does it have a question mark next to gaming lounge it was just such an important question he needed answered right then yeah i understand that you know you got something on your mind, you just can't stop thinking about it. So, yeah, I get it. 
And okay, it's clear that he's your son. Anyway, so how? So other than your broken hand and your double fisting of it's uh, real bad of drinks, um, how's your day going? Painful. Yeah. Um. This is the first day since it happened because it happened Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's currently Thursday. Yes. This is the uh, the day the first time since like the evening that it happened. That it hurts super bad. Hmm. Like, I don't know. Now I'm getting tingling, like, throughout the hand. And the Aleve is not taking the edge off like it has. And the doctor even upped my Aleve dosage. I'm, like, past the recommended guidelines. Oh, snaps. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm icing it, and the icing is not doing anything. Like, on Sunday, I Motrined. And I iced mm-hmm. and I was in a good place as, as long as like, I didn't use it a lot today. I emailed my editor. I was like, listen, I'm going to have to unassign myself from these, these topics that I have to write about. One of them was a 10 day road trip through new England. Like the people need that. They do. And they need that. What States are new England? Just, well, I believe it's Massachusetts. Do you know? They, they are part of it. Yes. Yeah. Um, probably like, Maine. Your standard Maryland. New Hampshire. I don't think Maryland falls in that. Vermont, probably. Well, I mean, I don't Rhode know because I never got to write the article. If I had written the article, I'd be able to tell you. I'm so glad you're giving the top 10 tips or what was it, 10 days? Don't expose me. 10 days. Don't expose me. And then I also had um, a jaw-dropping topic on Selena Gomez and Shia LaBeouf. And mm. I'll never know mm. now. What well, I mean, was, I, I could, but... What was jaw-dropping about them? Apparently, they have a real strong connection. She was really excited about meeting him, because from even Stevens and our youth. I never watched that show, did you? You did not watch even Stevens? No. Are you kidding me? Can you, like, reel your voice back to a normal pitch? You did not watch even Stevens. There's a lot of stuff I didn't watch. I didn't watch Friends, wow. didn't watch Seinfeld. Oh my gosh, it like even Stevens was on par with um Can't wait. Probably another show. Oh, no, what is that? We quote it all the time. The show with Mr. Feeney. Boy Meets World? Boy Meets World. It was like on par with that. I disagree. Boy Meets World was way better. You never watched even Stevens. What was the Hillary Duff one too? Lizzie McGuire. I never watched that either. That one I I, I mean, I watched it, but mm. It wasn't even Steven's material. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, this has been enlightening. Um, yeah. But I have... So, typically, you're in the dark about what we're going to talk about mm-hmm. on the cast. This time, last week, I told you, hey, since someday next week is our anniversary, mm-hmm. we've been married, like, yeah, at in the, the time, teens. At the, at the time, you didn't know. Um, we should talk about marriage tips and to be truthful i got the idea from another podcast but they've only been married five years so they did (sighs) amateurs five tips for five years Uh, since we've been married 16 years that seems like overkill and honestly i probably don't even have 16 tips well don't put a number on this because i don't know that's what i was thinking so i was like well you know we have some info to offer i'm sure of it but let's not put ourselves in a box 
let's not yeah. force ourselves let's, let's not put, to come up with let's not put a number a Pacific on it. number you know yeah those damn Pacifics <laughs> those Pacific numbers oh um so I think I'm gonna throw this in your court to start us off good because i because i gave you a heads up on this that we would be talking about this so i know that in your brain you have formulated some really great tips for the listeners so you're absolutely correct and i come prepared to these things yeah okay i prepared my dad texted me oh 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 um excuse me first of all there was not an alert but we i just got off the phone with him and we were talking about swingers and pineapples and they're loofahs but he calls them loopas because he's a moron. Okay. Um, but he, not think and things that you don't want to hear from your parents. Mm-hmm. He's been doing research on the Google. He he is the one we took to the sex shop and that's true in San Francisco. We talked about that. Yeah. Where you could. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, you could hit the foot since thing I and gave it just you right up in there. Okay. To wrap this up, that was not anything about swingers. It was a picture of his dog. Oh. Um. But let let's start off with you i know that you've really put yeah so i put a lot of thought because i like to come prepared for things like this you know every every thursday or wednesday night um being in the dark i do like to be prepared Mm -hmm. um i really have one tip just one just one and i think that it has served us well and um i'll get i'll get to all the like the reason i guess later but this is i think the key to a very successful marriage. Can you just get on with the show and say yes. what it is? So the anticipation is it, it is, and it's I don't know if it's gonna disappoint you or not, but every if it is important to the other person, it is also important to you. Hmm. And I think that that is the key to a successful marriage. There are things that I don't necessarily find important, but you do. Give me an example. So, in in this, with that lead up, it might not be a great example, but I'm going to go with this because we've talked about this a handful of times, or at least you've mentioned a handful of times on the podcast that we have gone to counseling. Yes. Okay. So, I think I fall into the typical guy when it comes to beliefs and counseling. And it's not that. And I don't think most guys actually have a problem with counseling. Just guys in general have other ways of being able to vent that I think is more difficult for, for women. Okay. So I'm, I'm saying that because counseling to me is one of those things that I don't, because I have my own way of venting, you know, I don't necessarily have that desire or feel the need to go to a counselor. But you have a different opinion on that. And during points of our relationship where um you know we've we've gone to a counselor either for relationship stuff or it ended up being something more under the covers with you with you know like your your mother passing away and stuff like that where like the terms under the covers but well you know what i mean where it's yeah. deep rooted deep rooted where maybe something i did reminded you of something in your past but it really wasn't me it was whatever the incident was those things because i have that view of counseling that it's it's not something i need to have but it was important to you and instead of 
being out there being like, I don't need a counselor. I think counselor is stupid, blah, 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 blah. That's not the way I ever wanted to treat it. And I don't want to treat it. And there are other, you know, items, you know, in our, in our life that also have this same, you know, representation where I don't necessarily care about them, but it is important to you and you're important to me. Therefore it's important to me. Like me in the gaming lounge. I don't give a Ex- shit about it. Exactly. That's, that's, but it's always been your dream. Exactly. So I'm going to support your dream. Exactly. I will ask, though, mm-hmm. as a follow-up, do you think it was helpful? I don't think it was. Yes, I do think it was helpful. And I think that, that there were things that we learned from it. Um, there were things that I definitely learned from it as well. I you think, just said we. Anyway. Well, I, we, okay. both of us. And again, I'm not stating that I am against counseling. I think that I say guys in general, but me, I have, you know, guys generally have other guy friends where you just kind of, you just randomly talk about things. You'll say things that you don't necessarily mean where you're, you know, you're frustrated or, oh, the wife did this, this, this time, or she's buying this or she's doing this. And it's not, it's not meant to be like a negative thing, right? It's just you want to talk about it. The other guy just kind of, it's just a guy thing. You just, you know that they're just shooting the shit. They just need to get it off their chest. And that is really therapy for guys in a sense. Girls have a different, it's different with girls, right? At least I would imagine it's different. Like guys have those relationships where we could bad talk each other, make fun of each other all the time and then walk away. Like it's we're best friends. Cause we are, we're, if, some if girls did that to each other they'd be pissed at each other and they would hold grudges it's just it's just a different style right so um the things that i've learned though is for one going into counseling it's it's a place where it honestly it calms both people down mm-hmm. there's a mediator where and this is the part where we we've talked before about how we've learned to fight we've learned to argue and what I believe that means is it allows us to go into an argument calmer. We're able to get through the, the piece of the argument that would typically make somebody be defensive. So, and, and it's not necessarily, and even we do this even now to an extent where if in the moment both of us get mad, we may say something, we walk away, but generally one of us at some point if not both of us, is willing to calm down and say, or at least subconsciously say, I need to let that part go. I don't need to be defensive on this. We need to get beyond that. And I'm going to be the person that gets beyond that. And there are times where you've done that, where you calm down and I'm still mad, but you come and you let me have those short little outbursts and you don't get offended. And then we're able to get to the meat of what the conversation is. I think it's taught us to be objective. Yes. I think it's taught us like, I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. I don't have to be right in every argument. Mm-hmm. I need to reflect on what I brought to that feud or whatever it is, discussion, and see if there's something I could have done differently. If there was something that I did that contributed to it escalating, 
And sometimes it, it isn't. Sometimes it is on just you or it is on just me. And then sometimes it's a combination of it. But yeah. We definitely know how to navigate it and, better. And with saying that, too, just because you were the one that decided to break that wall down and calm down and come to the conversation or me, that doesn't mean that you're giving in. That doesn't mean that you are admitting defeat, right? That doesn't mean that. It means that you're willing to let that go, be calm about, again, that barrier that you're trying to break through to actually get to the conversation. And once you get past that point, and, and, and I think we've seen this too, that when one person's calm, it makes the other person calm. And then those those jabs that you get that everybody has when they fight, those jabs don't happen as much because one person's calm, it calms the other person down, and then you get to those conversations. And then it's easier for both people to think clearly. It's like, um, we've, I think we've mentioned this on the, on the podcast before, and it's going to be kind of a weird comparison, but our dog is, we have, we have a big dog, Leo. He's 140 pounds. I was going to say 150, but then I would have gotten a lecture about it exaggerating. How you exaggerate all the time. Yeah. But he has killed two deer, and he has... He would have killed three. He's had three to the point of submission. And during that process, he gets in this trance, right? Where nothing else, you know, he's tunnel vision. Nothing Mm -hmm. else matters. And that's kind of how fighting is. That when you get in that fight, you get in that that self-preservation mode. That I need to defend myself, blah, 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 blah. And that's what we've really gotten good at. One of us, maybe not instantly, like I said... But we can walk away for a few minutes, get out of that trance, come back, and be the one who kind of calms everything down, sees the whole field, and then the other person calms down. So, I, I think really that is kind of really the key, at least in my opinion, to why we've been so successful in our relationship. And I think, and this speaks to longevity, but also... I don't know if it was something that we addressed in counseling or that we've just worked out ourselves through the whole process of it all, but being able to identify when it's not about you, I would always have this like anxiety surrounding if you were in a bad mood, it's because of something I did. And I would be like, are you okay? Are you okay? And and it could have been like that the freaking lions lost, which I mean, what happened a lot. Um, I'm, I'm used to that one, by the yeah, way. Well, you still <laughs> get in a mood. But now I know that on Sundays when you're not joking around and you have, you're shorter, like when in your responses, it's because of the freaking lions. Yeah, it's, not, having, it's not that I'm mad at anybody. No, it's just, yeah. But before I didn't realize that now I can just be like, all right, well, I'm just going to leave him alone for like 30 minutes and then he'll be fine. Um, on to my first tip. Which um, is funny because you mentioned how guys are like each other's little therapists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not involving others in our problems. Not surface level problems like, oh, Kristen spent $100 on Amazon or books or whatever. Right. But more serious things. I'm talking like the people who get on Facebook and do a whole oh, post. Yes, yeah, I agree. Uh, I th- we used to be like it when we were young, young. I mean, again, we've been together since the day before. Well, we met the day before I turned 18. Yeah. So we've been together a long time. And in our immature, younger years, and as our relationship was starting up, I would 
run to my mom anytime you pissed me off or like just tell and, a friend and, and then, then the then other person get... would be mad at you even though they only had half the story yeah. and as we grew out of that yeah i feel like our relationship just got all all the better yeah i agree my second one she oh. has a second one because i only had one huh oh well anyway <laughs> um i don't remember where i read it before it wasn't on reddit <laughs> see, what I, <laughs> see what I did there I have no pun <laughs> this is pre-reddit days um it's been around for a long time okay well maybe it wasn't but okay. somebody said to me in an argument never use the never use the words always are never and i said that to you before because our arguments would be like you always do this you always do this or you never remember to do this and what's the first thing that somebody's going to do after you say that? That is not true. Last Tuesday at four, I did that. I did exactly that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, it's a built-in argument when you use those words. And, and it goes to what I said. It's, it's, everybody has this feeling of when they're attacked, you want to be defensive. I mean, that's it's a natural feeling. And so when someone says never, then now I feel like I have to defend myself. So then that's what happens. So now I give you an example of well, that one time I didn't. <laughs> so it kind of goes back and forth what we, we what I had mentioned as well. So, yeah. I'm going to push you a little bit. I want you to come up with another one. I don't. See, that's the thing is I, I, I think for a very long time, going back to what I originally said, the things that you hold important, I want to hold important to. Even if they don't necessarily. Then why do we have fainting goats, Jacob? I didn't. I have this I, okay. about so fainting. Goats. Me saying that it's important does lead into a discussion about important things. I, I'm not following. Fainting goats. The only reason you want a fainting goat. I have goat, names picked out for them already. The only reason you want a fainting goat is because no. I want two. You have to have. You have to have other pairs. You want to torture them. No, I do not torture watching, them. You want. You want to literally scare them every day I and watch them fall over. I never said that. I just think. And honestly, I've I've recanted the whole fainting part of it. I just want you just want a goat. I want two goats, Andre and Dante. I want two goats. I think goats are so freaking cute. You can't go wrong with a goat. What else do you know about goats? Um, they like the mountains, primarily the Alps, I believe. Oh, so there's no goats anywhere other than the Alps? I don't know. I just think of the the book Heidi. The what? Well, you don't read, but it, it's a classic. I don't tale. listen either to at least those. Okay. Well, anyway, I think goats are darling. I think they're mischievous, and I love that about them. Why do you think that, though? Have you seen them? So, a so of none of what you're saying is actual factual. Sh- actual factual. Actually factual. So a couple of years ago, the Spawn and I mm-hmm. went to this place called the Critter Barn. It's in Zealand, Michigan. And oh, they had goats. They had so many goats. And you could walk in with the goats and they like came up to you. They were tugging on our sleeves of our jackets. It was just... It was a great time. It was a great time. I experienced joy for the first time in a long time when I was amongst the goats. Jesus Christ. I don't know. You just, you just want to recreate those priceless memories. And if you can have your own setup in the backyard, you know? No, I don't. 
well, we'll, we'll pick this conversation up at another time. But, um, yeah, there was another tip that I had. Can't wait to hear it now. Uh, I do think that it is critical for couples to survive long term if they are on the same page about finances. You're really silent right now. No, I, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I, do you? Cause, <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, I do agree. I, I do agree. There's, I mean, there's, we, we went at it at a, a different way. Well, we were so young when we got together and bought a house and yeah. we've had many different iterations of what our budget and finances look like. Right. I'm saying, so I think, I think a lot of people, they don't necessarily do it the route that we did. Um, they don't buy houses at 19. Well, no, I'm talking, <laughs> definitely they don't do that. But um, what I was referring to is we, we merged our accounts like instantly, instantly. It was just, I honestly don't even remember the conversation. I mean, obviously it was 20 years ago. I, I actually, it was before. So when we graduated from high school, our big plan was we were going to get an apartment together and I was going to go to the community college there. I'd be in district. I'd get the cheaper rate. And we had a goal for ourselves, and this was a million years ago, so things were a lot cheaper, but we each had a goal. We had to save up $1,000 a piece. You blew your $1,000 on books, oddly enough. You went to Barnes & Noble and bought a ton of books that you never read, and so we couldn't move out. But as one of the steps of that, we had gotten a joint account just to, because we didn't have a lot of money, so it just made more sense to have it in one spot. And then we just... Move forward from there. We've pretty much had that ever since. Well, that w we don't have that account anymore. We closed it. Well, yeah, but I mean, we've had joint accounts ever since. Yeah. So I think, I mean, I from at least from what I've, from other people that I've talked to with that are in relationships, they don't generally do that until after they're married. Hmm. And I guess I do understand that. And like, there are a lot of cases where even married couples don't do that. They they each have their own accounts and then they would contribute half each to the the bills and then whatever is left is theirs yeah i see a lot of couples on reddit who do that and it seems to be a headache because one person has uh more spending money than the other and it gets really complicated when it comes time to go out on dates or go on vacations and one can't afford it and it just it seems like a headache yeah see that was always one of the things that you were more concerned about than i because you've I was. always made more money well yeah i understand that but i mean i i go back and forth on that on that feeling like um i mean and obviously this doesn't reflect our relationship because we have had the we've merged our our accounts a long time ago we share all of our money but as far as you know, being, you know, a dating couple, maybe living together, whatever, and splitting bills that way. I honestly don't see a problem with, with that. I mean, if I chose to, I shouldn't have to pay more for you to live in the house because I make more. That that shouldn't be. When you're dating? Dating. I mean, even if you wanted, if, even if you wanted to take that argument into marriage, like, like, to be honest, if, if you and I broke up and I started dating somebody else. They absolutely would pay half. I don't care how much money they make. That, that's they would. Half? They would pay if if they wanted to live, if they wanted to move into my house. Then yes, I'm gonna push back on that because what if, what if we 
were divorced and you kept this house okay. and it's out of the realm of what somebody else could afford, but they still want to live with you. But paying half of the mortgage and half of the utilities is way out of their budget. That's not fair. Is it fair, though, that I would need to sell it? I think if you're no, but I think that if you are in a committed relationship, you care more about the relationship than having a firm 50 50. Again, this is not a our relationship because we've. I never said it. Was. No, I know, I know. But I was actually talking about your theoretical future girlfriend in I the mean, event that we divorced. I mean, I I feel bad for her too. I mean, so obviously I not because you're making. No, I no. I mean, what's the alternative? The alternative is you pay your own house payment, I your think own rent payment. The alternative is you do it based on percentage. If yeah. she makes seventy five percent of what you do, then she pays the amount com- that court. Uh, What's the word I'm thinking of? Anyway, that represents her portion of the combined income. See, I... The big reason I disagree with that is because typically, even in a house our size, the cost that we have, the theoretical girlfriend would have a difficult time finding a place by herself or themselves, whoever... Where it's less than what half of this would be. I find it, it would be very difficult. I mean, what if she's living in like a one bedroom apartment and she's affording it all on her own? You guys want to move in together? She says, hey, then why don't you move into mine? Because then I can actually have a quality of life outside. I'm not house poor because I'm paying half of what you decided to purchase in the past. Would, the, how, would that be fair to you to move from a big house to a one bedroom apartment just for the sake well, exactly. of that's what I'm that's what I was getting to earlier. I I I understand that argument. And no, I don't think it would be fair. Well, thankfully we are not in that stage and it's weird because you were just talking to me about because I said that I make a literal fraction of what you do cuz Well, that really was like, also a family choice though. Right. But I freelance, right? I homeschool the kids. I help with the gaming lounge, all that stuff. And I said that sometimes I feel like I don't have enough value in the household. And you said that that's something I should absolutely never worry about. So it's weird to hear that if we were to get divorced, you would not be like that. Because that's the opposite of how you are right now. No, I don't think it is the opposite of, of what I am right now. You bring other values to the relationship that are not money. You're the primary educator for our children. You're the travel person. You're the chef. You're... And I suck it. Well, I mean, you do suck at the cooking. But um, you're, you're primary everything else. And those have values. And I'm not getting into, like, this... The BS of I'm a professional chef and that's blah 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 an hour and I'm a professional chauffeur like some people try to to do for like people who work or stay at home moms or dads or whatever those are just stupid but it does hold a value and those things are important and we've made those decisions as a family now I mean I'm speaking hypothetically about a future girlfriend right mm. I mean. If it was one of those things where 
we talked about this future girlfriend quitting their job or doing something different. Like, I mean, with, with you, you know, a handful of years ago, you wanted to stop working a corporate job and we had that conversation and made a decision together. If it was the same type of scenario, there are understandings just like then that I had to pick up those other bills that you were responsible for. And it would be the same thing with a future move in girlfriend that if you're going to, I mean, you still have to pay for your living expenses. So you can either pay half here or you can pay a hundred percent somewhere else. And it may be difficult for you to find a hundred percent. That's cheaper than my 50%. But if we had that conversation and came up together says, Hey, why don't you cut back your hours and I'll pick up 75% of the bills. You do 25% of the bills or those are conversations that you would have. Yeah. Because at the same, at the same time, it's not. See, you sounded more resolute at the beginning when you said it, it needs to be a 50 50. And now that you're, you're talking more now you're saying how it'd be a I, conversation. No. I, so I don't think like states <clears throat> changed. I think that, See, this is the the whole how we've how we've learned to, to have conversations. Because mm, okay. at first, you know, it's you know the whole defensive. You're you got defensive about of your 50, future 50. girlfriend. Yeah, you got. <laughs> but but you know, like you got defensive compared it to yourself on how I I always made less than you. I got defensive that this is what I would do, and then we talked about it a little bit more mm. and asked the questions. Asked the questions, and we were we we opened up that gate we got past that that blocking point so i don't think i my opinion hasn't changed right like i I don't i'm while you're saying it i'm just saying at the beginning of the conversation you sounded very definitive like sure it would be 50 50 and and to an extent i it would things change obviously if there's conversations and and you know i mean if i'm dating somebody new and they wanted to be a waitress. That's that isn't. I didn't make that choice. Why should I have to pay more for you to live in a nice house because you chose to do that? There's nothing wrong with being a waitress. But, I think it would make. I think, but the, the not, yeah. it's not even an argument. But I think your point would make more sense if it was you guys just starting out and finding a place together, because. I also think that what it it would be very difficult for a woman to move into a home that is already established, that is already like I've had my mark on this home. And likewise, if I were to move into some other guy's home where his ex-wife had her decorative touch on it, I think your point is probably more valid or not, not even more valid. Your point is valid regardless, but I just think that your uh, oh the the theoretical future girlfriend would be between a rock and a hard place if you're saying you can move into my place that I already purchased made the decision with somebody else you know we added these solar panels together we did this equity loan together so that's all included so you can pay half of this to live here in this bigger house or you could pay 100% and live in your one bedroom apartment. It's not a decision you guys made together, like how you and I got to make the decision together and pick the house out together. So it's like she's in between a rock and a hard place. Oh, so there would be some clarity in this. 
not to nitpick what you're saying, I wouldn't make them pay for the solar panels. I wouldn't make them pay for part of the equity loan. That that because so this was the unpacking that happened. Yeah, because those things are choices that were not made by that person. I'm talking strictly living. There's a there's a, a mortgage payment, and then there's utility bills. And so why isn't Rumi paying a third? He technically is paying a third. Oh. <laughs> okay, that just shows how much I pay attention to our budget. Uh, when I first gave this tip, though, I wasn't necessarily talking. I wasn't planning to go into the weeds. Such oh, yeah, as we, how we did. We did. It escalated. I was more thinking of having the same aligned financial goals, which I don't. We haven't in throughout the years. Yeah. It's probably been the last seven, eight, ten years. Yeah. That we have. But also, we haven't had uh, big kid income until like. <laughs> the past seven ish years. Yeah, I mean I mean there was so even the last year and a half it's it's kind of getting back down to not big boy income because yeah. of all the prices going up. But but uh I mean there was so many years that we were paycheck to paycheck. There were so many years that there were more bills than paycheck. So there was just stress arguments. There weren't being aligned on finances because there was no way to be aligned on finances. Yeah. But and now and, we do have the same goals and some of those were self-inflicted too I oh mean, yeah yeah again we mentioned already 19 years old buying a house mm. not a smart idea stupid so i mean there were things like that there were i mean we're, loans young, we, young kids are impulsive anyway and we were no exception to that yeah. rule we just obsessively or Im, not obsessively impulsively purchased a house <sighs> literally the only house we looked at yeah, we didn't look at any others. And actually, your parents looked at it before we did. Yeah. And then they, they called us and were like, we're in your house. Yeah, I remember because yeah, I was looking at the bank and I was like, hey, can I take a 15-minuter a and go look at this house that I might want to buy that my parents are already at right now? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I meant by that. Uh, I think also just being aligned on not just financial goals, just your life goals. Like, I remember when we weren't even dating. We were just friends and we were pushing the little carts in the Meyer parking lot. And I told you that I wanted to adopt someday. And you said to me, what if the person you marry or the person you're with doesn't want to adopt? And I said, then I wouldn't be with them. Mm -hmm. Apparently you came around to it because not only did we adopt, but we had planned on adopting just not a teenager. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, that goes to one of those things that I, that, that the only tip that I gave earlier, it's one of those things that you were important to me, even early on. I mean, obviously, I mean, we've been together the entire time or, you know, minus, minus a hiccup. six months, but we've been together that entire time. It was important to you. And I don't want to say it wasn't important to me because I, I don't want to make it sound like everything that you think is important is not important to me. It's I have no opinion on it like i have i'm not swayed one way or the other so it was important to you and you're important to me so therefore it was important for you to fulfill this yeah and i mean it can't be one-sided right like you can't always get you know all the love and everything that you want and then it not be reciprocated back where 
you know, I'm never getting something. You have a really nice gaming lounge. And I do have a game. You did have a motorcycle for a while, even though I, uh, that was done during a six month breakup. It was like the first purchase. <laughs> it's like, the only purchase. Oh, she's, but, she's out of the picture. I can go get that motorcycle yeah, now. Well, we get a motorcycle and then I got one. Oh, it was great. And then you loved it. I did. Uh, I had kids and then we never wrote it. Again. But really like the solar panels was you. I didn't have a say in that. Or not that I did. I, of course I had to say, I didn't care. It was like, right. It was one of those things yeah. like you're, you don't have an opinion either way. You, you can take in the facts and either be for it or take in the facts and be like, eh, I really and don't uh, also you having that tree tore out and then around the pond mm-hmm. excavated. But then I was like, all right, no, I am putting the kibosh on. You kept getting quotes for random things. Like we got the driveway done. That was fine. I also wanted that. You had the tree yanked out. I think we had landscaping done solar we had so many things done but your honey-do list just kept growing and finally i put the kibosh i was like no no more quotes because that's one of your favorite hobbies is getting on the facebook village page for our town and being like i'm looking for somebody to do this i'm looking for a quote and then you're like oh so and so from so and so is coming on tuesday to give a quote for this or that and i'm like what but like you just like to collect the quotes because in your head, you're going to move forward with this project. See, that's 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 actually not true. So to How me, many quotes have you gotten for like whole no, barns? Yeah, I've gotten a lot. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not a lie, but it's it's one of those things that I know I can do. With without, you without without having ramifications. Yeah, without having a cost ramification and without like I need to, you know, go through with it. It's just a quote it. So. Yeah, I mean, if somebody came back and they were going to give me a really good deal for a pole barn, then I have that conversation with you. Hey, this is a good deal. This is why it's a good deal. Let's talk about it. If they come back like the last guy did that was going to charge me $12,000 for concrete only for a 24 by 30 pole barn, I'm like, that's not even worth having the conversation right now because that's way out of the what I'm even considering. So... Yes, I get a lot of quotes. So whereas before we were impulse purchasers, now you're impulse project planner. And but but and it's fine to an extent. It's annoying having people coming to that because you're not a person either who can just let them look and then just give you the answer. (laughs) You're the person who has to engage them in conversation for a solid 90 minutes about how long they've been in the area, like what they do for fun, what they do outside of this job. And like, then you'll come and be like, Oh, so yeah, this one time they went and did this in Antarctica and it was a great time for them. And then their wife did this and they did whale watching. It was fantastic. And I'm just, Okay. He invited super. us next time. <laughs> and in the meantime, I'm waiting for you to get back in the house so we can do something or other that we had already planned on doing before you had a conversation session with this stranger and have that happen multiple times. But then also it extends to you get these DIY project ideas and your first step is to go to Amazon and order all the stuff for it. And so you're like, oh, I'm getting the stuff in the mail from Amazon. I went ahead and ordered it. So we can have a uh, dedicated charging station for your Jeep. Yes. That 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 was in the spring. It was not in the spring. It was in the middle of summer because that was around the same conversation. So was it critical for about, you to order it then? Like, is it? Not, it's probably not it, available it right was, now. Then no, it wasn't. It was on sale. Was it? It was actually okay. 
But okay. I do in, I do enjoy that you don't have an understanding of the full process. So not not just the electrical stuff, but any like honeydew things that you want me to do. And you're just like, okay, Sunday, you're going to do this honeydew list. And I look on it and it's like, rerun an electrical outlet and put up all these uh, webcams. You and told me that electrical outlet wasn't going to be a big deal. The one in the closet? Well, it's not. But when you, you put like seven or eight things on a list that are going to take more than an hour a piece... Can't get all those done. You need to manage your time better, (laughs) doesn't it? You just you sneak on that hookup charging station for Jeep, and I'm like, babe, I need I need to run a line to the garage. Do you understand where my confusion comes when you already told me you ordered the stuff for it? Well, so here's the thing with that. I got a quote. (laughs) (laughs) So I got a quote to have an electrician (laughs) run a hundred amp sub panel or a 50 amp sub panel one of the two to the garage it's a 75 foot run and the dude came back for like eight grand but did you tell me you already ordered the stuff on amazon i didn't tell him that it might have <laughs> i wasn't even home i think greg was here at the time i was like I, uh, kim and constantine greg is his stepdad yeah stepdad who who during the summer my mom and stepdad come up they have an rv and this was part of it is i wanted to rub a sub panel to the garage and then break one off so they could have a 50 amp line for their RV, which would be like an external plug on, on the outside of the house. And then on the other side, we would have, or on the inside of the garage, we would have the charger for the car. So I ordered the the thing. I got this quote thinking, hey, this isn't going to be too bad. I talked to some friends online. They're like, oh, it should only be a couple thousand dollars. Not a big deal. You're only talking like five, six hundred dollars in actual material to go 75 feet shouldn't be that long or bad and the dude came back with an eight thousand dollar quote to run 75 feet in a house he didn't have to dig anything he didn't do anything so but did you get another quote no because then you got after me so i didn't get another quote (laughs) okay so there is that but there's also um so you know how kids look for any loophole in a rule yeah that is you so i would put i put on there (laughs) install ring security system you put up the doorbell and then you because you're a premature crosser offer you crossed it off i said excuse me that doesn't just say doorbell and what's more is you have it on your phone but i don't have it on my phone download it you know my logins okay uh, but that's like part of it. Like, why did I want you to just set it up so I don't have access to it? I don't know. Anywho, so you should have put that on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I did cross off, or I mean, I did complete and cross off. It was over half of the things last week. I did quite a few things. Did you ever take the stuff to the base? No, okay. I didn't do that. That was one of the things told I didn't me do. That that was going to happen that night. I got that light hung up though right anyway um you know we've got we've given a lot of we've, a lot of good tips here i think if my and you know we even actually we demonstrated by example how we work and that's really the, hard to do the tough i like to call them critical conversations you just came up with that 
Well, actually, no, I did a training once called Crucial Conversations, which is what I meant to say. But critical came out, but it, it applies. Was it during the training where the lady stood up and no, that started was not, crying that was, because no. she couldn't sleep at night? Yeah. So apparently, guys, if you are giving a speech on self-help, do not, even if there's 150 plus people in the room, say that self-care involves having good sleep. Because if there is an insomniac in the group... Apparently, they will be offended to the point of crying that and not they only can't crying, get a good night's sleep. Not only crying, but telling everybody yeah, that that was offensive. And while saying how they were wrong. In a microphone. Yeah. Um, you should have quit right then. I, I, I actually was, I just hadn't given my notice. Was, yeah, what was that? that? Just, was it like in LA it was in, or something? It was in San Diego. San Diego. But, San Diego. Yeah. Uh, I knew that we we were going on vacation like the next week, and when I came back, I was giving my notice. So I already I was I had one foot out the door. Yeah. Um. But we gave a real life example of how mm. we now handle these conversations. Didn't intend to do that. We're just flying by the seat of our pants here, really. Yeah. And my my, <clears throat> my zipper was already down earlier, so we're flying by Again, the pants. Family listens. So I to I, this. Okay. You act like people never forgot their zipper down before. God. Anywho. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's just, we are philosophizers of life, I guess. Is Philosophizing. How you could classify us. Because I think we just philosophized life in that convo. Like, it started off, you caught me a little off guard with what you said. But it was a good one. And it then, was it was a good tip. And then, you know, we broke it down. If And I asked, I asked the questions. The hard ones. You answered the question. The hard ones. I I went into the weeds on some things I still had some I needed some more detail on. We theorized about a future girlfriend. We we put it all out there. <clears throat> and we're the, we're all the better for it. What hair color is my future girlfriend? I don't once you go red, you never go back. That's no, I think we're done with that. Okay. Anyway, shall we move on? Yeah. Are we the game? Yeah, the game. Who's gonna win? Um, I have nobody been knows. Made fun of on several occasions. Well, yeah, you missed half of the questions for a fifth grader. Okay, and you know, last week. I just gotta say that's you know, just that was, bad. And I, it might not be any better. So last week, I was coming out of my grief fog. So that was my reason for that. Okay. This week, I broke my hand. Yeah, I I understand. I mean, so like for your mental state here, how do you feel knowing that I am actually the Spartan? It's got to be a crushing blow, Miss Miss. Uh, Did you really have to say crushing blow, you jackass? Really? Miss, let's miss, think about uh, let's think about timing here. Miss master's degree. And I'm just a lonely bachelor's degree. So actually, I was thinking about how much of a dick you are oh. because on Sunday when I did this to my hand and later that night when it's really hurting, I said, I think I broke my hand. And you're like, really? Really? I was like, it, it really hurts. But I stopped the conversation because obviously you didn't believe. Nope, nope. Don't even interject. <laughs> and then like an hour later, you looked at me and you're like, what's wrong? And I was like, my hand hurts. And you were like, really? I was like, you asked me what was wrong. What is wrong is that my hand hurts. Mm. And then, what the hell? 
What happened, Jacob? Kristen has a broken effing hand. You know what? Nine times out of ten, it would just be a bruise, and that would be it. Actually, way more than 99 times out of 100. There's been a lot of times that I have Googled cancer symptoms. But... That's all. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's probably dying two hundred days out of the year. All right, so here we go. Okay. I got my eye first, and then um, after I ask the question, not that Kim from Constantine doesn't know this, but after I ask my question, I'm gonna get a quick drink of CD. So I'm gonna let you answer first. Okay. How many colors are in a rainbow? shit nine i already know that it's seven because roy g i actually was gonna say seven and i changed it oh my gosh this is crazy oh my god what what does the acronym nasa stand for i was we were just talking about this like two weeks ago because i had it in my head uh north america science academy I think it's actually something with aeronautical. Yeah, it's not science. Actually, I don't know if it's North America. Well, okay, so what is is your final answer? National Association of Science... Super Astronauts? Science... What's the last A? I don't know what the last A is. National Aeronautics and Space Administration. Why didn't we say space? I Why did, didn't did I just say space and with the S? I, I, you I didn't even so. listen. I said aeronautics, though, so that was good of me. Yeah, other than that, you got no words right. All right, what is the smallest ocean in the world? Oh, shit. Is this going to be the new with the new ocean? I don't know. Because there's... It doesn't there is a new, there's a new ocean. Yeah, there used to be just four. Atlanta, specific. Arctic and Arctic. Indian. And then there's this like northern something now. North Ocean? Is it is it that simple as North Ocean? But it came it came along Indian. like I would say normally it's Indian. It's Arctic. Really? I would think because Antarctica's rather large. I mean, yeah, it covers the whole South Pole. We're really fucking this up tonight. That's because of my hand. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I feel it. Although too. I've gotten one right, barely. So, which U.S. president is known for delivering the Gettysburg Address? Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Good old Abe. Honest Abe. Honest Abe. Even. So Very that's, that was four, right? Yeah. What is the name of the process by which plants make their own food? Photosynthesis. Photosynthesis. Yes. Oh shit! No, I know this. In what year was the Declaration of Independence signed? 1776. 1776. All right, so we're at six now. Mm-hmm. We've done six questions. How many stripes are on the United States flag? 13? Thirteen. Because of the colonies. Yep. And there's 50 stars. But mm-hmm. your dad and your stepmommy, mm-hmm. when they were in school, mm-hmm. in their little one-room schoolhouse, they only had 48 stars on their flag. That's correct. What is the largest desert in the world? Mojave? Mojave? Is that? I think it's the Sahara. Yeah, that would make more sense. Yeah, you're right. You're right. 
How many planets are in our solar system? Oh, God. It would be nine now, but it was ten. Or, no, it was, it's eight now, but it was nine. Yes. Yes. Was that ten questions? Or do we have one more? I think we have one or two more. What does the term omnivore mean? Does that mean they eat meat and plants? think so omnivore i'm gonna go no, what's, what's plants only that's herbivore oh okay then sure also yeah omnivore wow. an organism that eats both plants and animals nice job. Nice job. Nice job. i had a better week this week i did, did better than you uh, i believe you? i did i so, think we both missed one or no oh, you missed more than one well yeah i'm saying you were in the lead, and then right there at the end, I, I said Sahara, and you said so something we, else. So you got the first three wrong. And you got two of the first three wrong. Right. And then... And then you missed Sahara Desert, knocking us to even. Okay, well, I guess we are even. I guess we're all, we are even. Um, I'm going to guess that we are at, like, 48 minutes right now. No. What? 58 shut the front door although i guess you're right because well i obviously you're right you just looked but um yeah, normally right. i would ask that question before the that are you true. smarter than a fifth grader segment so i still say that's a win in my book you know no you're off per the huge wait wait i'm waiting in you know how during thanksgiving week I deviated from the blind picking of the Am I the Asshole to choose a Thanksgiving-specific conundrum. Yes. Should I, given that we're covering marriage and anniversaries this week, in honor of our, like... 16. 16. Yeah, I was going to say that. No, you weren't. You were struggling. Uh, anniversary. Should I pick one specific? Can you do it faster than this lead-up? Um, let's see Because here. I'm just going to... I'm going to do a quick search of marriage i think okay. that's fair yeah fair um okay here we go oh damn right. that was quick marriage am i the asshole for being mad over double standards in my marriage Ooh. Hmm. a week ago i asked my daughter eight years old to quickly watch her brother who was 10 months while i picked up some things from the floor that i had been working on during his nap she rarely gets asked to watch him as i feel that he is my job not hers Hubby came home and saw that she was watching baby and went off on me about how I was irresponsible. Accidents happen quickly and she wouldn't know what to do in a choking event. These are all reasonable fears, so I made the necessary changes to ensure I am there to watch him at all times. Today, Sunday, I asked him to watch baby as I started baking a large order. I, she obviously must be a, a baker. A baker. By profession. Mm -hmm. I came into the room and noticed he was alone watching TV. I asked him where the baby was, and he replied that our daughter was watching him in her bedroom. Her bedroom is on the opposite side of the house. When, with the TV blaring, you could definitely not hear what was going on in her room. I pointed out to him how he yelled at me last week for the same thing, and he replied that was different. When asked how, he replied, she wants to look after him. She came to ask me if she could. I was so mad. I didn't leave them alone for prolonged periods of time. I was literally in and out of the room during all of that time as I was cleaning up. 
but that was neglectful and dangerous because I asked her to watch baby. Well, at the same time, it is perfectly okay for her to be left completely alone, rooms away, with the TV on, because she asked to watch him. So somehow that would mean that she pays closer attention to him? Like, accidents don't happen when you choose to look after a baby? He is now mad at me, saying I am overreacting and that I am still in the wrong while he is not. I accept that I was wrong in asking her to watch him, but am I wrong for being mad about the double standards? What are your thoughts? Um, I think that the guy is a douchebag. I was going to say that. I was going to say dick. But douchebag applies like, as well. I mean, sure, we could be some missing some some pieces like were there food? Was there food around when the when the mom left and that kind of stuff? Like, you know, were, were they out in the kitchen or by the kitchen? And, you know, in the dad's case they were in the bedroom like there's not anything that's going to eat because he did say if the baby chokes blah 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 so maybe it's food i don't know but yeah that doesn't seem but what perplexes me is like what if the baby's on her bed he could fall off yeah um yeah i think the dad was just looking for a reason to argue maybe but although i know so in our case our kids are older six and nine but you do have a fear of choking with them. So even when we leave them with a babysitter, you want them to have dinner before we leave. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to have to put any responsibility on the babysitters if the kids were to choke on a granola bar, what have you. So I could see you reacting like that if the kids were, in fact, around food or whatnot. Right. Um. It's weird that that was what my example was, too, because that, that is a fear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he was just like, I really want to watch this TV show. A 10 month old's probably all over the place. So if the eight year old's like, hey, can he come into my room? The dad's probably like, yeah, I want to watch this football game anyway or what have you. And looked and then realized, shit, I effed up. Now I got to get defensive. Mm -hmm. Now I'm out of fight. Yeah. They don't know how to argue. They don't know how to fight. They don't have actual conversations. I don't know if it was intended to be double standards necessarily. I think the dad's just a usual. Yeah, it's just different. I don't think she needed to change anything that she was doing. And I think at eight, yes. eight years old, I mean, the mom was still there. She was just yeah. doing something else. Um, I mean, she, I, I, mean, I would have... If I was just in the other room, temporary, like walking back and forth, checking constantly, I wouldn't have an eight-year-old. I wouldn't watch him anyway. I just although the, I mean, we were blessed. Yeah, we in, had good, really in good. And that our kids. kids were not all over the place. Yeah, they they didn't. Get Some of in the babies anything. of our friends are not That's that, and it. so in that case, like you have to be watching them every second because they they'll just do whatever. But, uh, so in that case, I'd be like, hey, can you keep an eye on Matilda or whoever the kid is? Mm -hmm. Uh, and I do, I, I am of the opposite belief that it's not their job. Like the eight-year-old's job. Because it's a oh, family. Yeah. It's a family. So, like, the pets are the families. The family takes care of them. Siblings, I, although I don't think that she should be raising the child. No, it's not like a Duggar situation where when you have <laughs> a new baby. The, the yeah, yeah, I do think the whole family comes together and does what needs to be done. 
So if mom is going off to clean a room that is a mess and she needs help with a the baby, then yeah, the sibling needs to can to help or she could go do the cleaning. Like, yeah. So I'm, I know some people are very opposed to that, but that's not my stance. <laughs> my kid needs to be a kid. Dude, I have heard that so many times. And then one mom, uh, I don't think I'm friends with her on Facebook anymore for good reason, because she was letting her daughter at like eight years old, be like basically a YouTube star and posting all these videos. And then the mom would repost them to try to help the child get more followers and likes. And the videos were so cringy. Is it was, is it like, was the mom one of those people that would like, they have to do a pose every time they get a no. picture? Oh, I'm no. kind of surprised that it was like living out with through yeah. the kid's eyes. No, it wasn't that, but somebody, I think it was like a grandparent or something said, Somebody's got a lot of time on their hands. Maybe they need more chores to do around the house. And the mom got mad about it. And she was like, no, she's busy being a kid. And no. I was like, this is not being a kid. This is not being a kid. Go no. send her outside to play with worms. Like, no, I never played with worms. Aren't you, and you don't send our kid out playing with worms? No. But no, I get what you're saying. That's just, that's stupid. It's bizarre, right? You say you're going to let kids be kids that way they're going to grow up to be kids when they're adults and they're not going to know how to do anything also off topic but i was watching the dad challenge podcast upstairs earlier and he dpc dcp that's why i said um he was having a conversation with this guy who has uh his social media surrounding his daughter's gymnastics career his daughter's seven and so a lot of his videos are her doing the splits in very tiny leotards or bikinis or what have you, sports bras at seven. And uh, he said in this interview slash debate that they were having, he reads the hate comments to his seven-year-old daughter. Yeah. He said that it's part of like building her character and preparing her for the real world. Can you believe that? Seven years old. That's a unique way of doing things. When mental health across the board is like in the toilet, why would you put... It's basically like showing a child that they have bullies in their life. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's something I would... I I understand it, though. I could it. I could understand it if she wasn't seven well yeah i i'm trying to relate it to us because our we joke around with our kids probably it's gonna sound bad probably than what worse than what bullies would but our kids oh, also damn i don't well no see that. well so here okay let me back this up a little bit it's it's not coming across as bullying we're we're joking and it's very clear that we're joking now, if if it wasn't our kid and you were doing it to somebody else, it would be viewed as bullying. It would, maybe, but we you do that to the kids at the gaming lounge and they also know that you're joking. Well, exactly. But but you know what you know what I mean? Like if if you were an outside looking in and saw that, you'd you'd be like, Oh, that's bullying. Uh-huh. But maybe but, but our kids are but our kids know it's joking. And there's, they're, they're not, and I think that part of the way that we've kind of raised them with that kind of mentality, they actually, they have a lot of 
confidence, though. They do. They're very confident. They're very confident, and they don't get embarrassed about things that I would expect them to get embarrassed about. Um... I start to see it a little bit with Connor, where he does get a little, it, he does get yeah. a little um, touchy with certain things, but it's random most of the time. But I also wonder if we've taught them to have humility about themselves, like when they make mistakes or something, and like Connor will laugh at Parker for something she did. If she gets in the past, if she had gotten offended about it, we would tell her we were like, you know, I I get it, like you're upset. But also look at it at face value. Like what happened was actually funny and it's understandable why yeah. he laughed. He wasn't laughing to hurt you. He was laughing at the situation. Yeah. And so I think over time they have gotten that. Like they're not laughing directly at me. They still care about me. Yeah. They're just laughing at the circumstances and the circumstances were funny. Right. So it's like the time you fell down the stairs at the house that we bought when we were 19 they were icy thing? and you like literally it was like oh, oh your yeah. feet went out from oh it's so freaking anyway and the time yeah. that okay these are all about me but the time that you dropped the drywall on you and you were yelling funny. for me and the first thing i did was say you better not have broken all that well yeah and it was it was oh jeez story time <laughs> <laughs> story time so we 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 when we bought our house at 18 or 19, 19. We had we remodeled the entire thing. We completely gutted everything down, literally to the drywalls or, or to the the, the studs. studs. So we took and it was an old house. So it had plaster and it had lath. And if anybody if you don't know what lath is, it's this like inch and a half thick wood that they put down the entire length of your wall everywhere. And then they threw plaster over, it, which is not like drywall. Anyway, so we ripped everything out of this entire house. And in the process, we obviously would need drywall. We would insulate and all that stuff. Well, I would buy 20, 30 sheets of drywall at a time, and I'd put it on our front porch. Leaning against the the house. Yeah, leaning against the house. It's out of the way. You know, you walk by it every day, but it's not like it's in the way of anything. So I had to move it for whatever reason. We we had two front doors at one time. I think it had something to do with that, that I was closing off the one door or something like that. I was upstairs cleaning. And, this is why I did not oh my hear. God. So I'm sliding it. And when you have that much, it's it's a lot of weight. And it probably it wasn't 30 of them. It was probably like, I don't know, 10 or 15 of them. Still enough that I couldn't lift all of them up at the same time if I wanted to. Well, to move them, sliding them, you have to slide them basically by two or by one. So I'm sliding all of them. Well, in the process... It leaned too much close to me, like too close to me, and they fell on me. <laughs> so I have, I have, I don't know, 15 sheets of drywall, 20 sheets of drywall, whatever it is, on my legs. And I'm just, I'm literally sitting down on my porch <laughs> with all this drywall sitting on my lap. And it's a lot of money. I mean, it was a couple hundred dollars worth of drywall. I'm upstairs cleaning. I don't have my cell phone. That was downstairs. And I think we had the iPod playing music upstairs. Something. And so I didn't hear anything. But I do remember hearing like these little noises. And I'd be like, what is that? And then I just go back to what I was doing. So so I'm I'm like trying to throw sheets of drywall because I can't lift all of them at the same time, remember. And because they fell on me, they kicked close to the wall or the side of the house. So I couldn't throw 
one piece at a time up. I couldn't do that because it would just fall back on me. So we were working on the house. So there was a bunch of cutoff pieces of drywall in the trash that was literally right next to me. So I took pieces of broken drywall out of the trash and I was whipping them at the door. <laughs> trying to get her attention because she's upstairs and in my whole time I'm like i could get out of this i just need to slide them off of me like literally take one sheet at a time throw them off the porch like i could do that but i'm like this is a couple hundred dollars worth of stuff i don't need i just need somebody to help lift me up so i'm whipping this damn thing at the door and like five minutes goes by and then there's there's cars driving by like i'm just sitting on the porch i'm just sitting there wondering if they're like if they looked at me and just like laughing or if they had no idea that i was there and then finally she comes down to investigate the noise that's been thunking on the wall for the last five minutes and so it's a big the top half is of the door is is uh, a window so all you see is her head pop out start dying laughing and she like ducks down to the bottom half of the door because she's like keels over <laughs> fucking laughing <laughs> and i'm just sitting there trying trying to lift the stupid thing up and i can't do it and she's like do, 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 do you need help and then I had to tell you, like, you oh, better not have broken any. Yeah, and it's like you better not have broken any. <laughs> Don't worry, it's fine. But it's like it was a funny situation. Like you can't get yeah. offended at somebody laughing about that. Yeah, no. It's, <laughs> and and I'm just I'm just like trying to like the the people driving by. Like if I drove by and saw somebody trying to throw these. Fucking drywall sheets and it kept falling down on them. Like I would laugh. I mean, I would probably help, but I would I would start laughing. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know where I don't know where that came, but that was a good. Basically, uh, that was a good story time. I think it started with "Am I the asshole?" and uh, I don't even know how it spiraled into bullying something about bullying our kids and then i don't know for the record we do not bully our no kids. i yeah i agree we don't bully our kids and and i'm actually i'm one of these to an extent a certain amount of bullying i think is oh that's a hot take i is, don't know that we no, should no, start so that now again it i think a certain let's, let's continue that you can say what you're gonna say okay but let's just say that in a future podcast in a future when we can address really it more about. but i think that that everybody needs to experience some form of bullying. It's a part of growing up. And it and I'm not talking about the kind that is incessant. And yes. I'm talking about you how we we joke around with each other. And the kids understand that. It they it could be viewed as bullying, but we're not. It's out of fun. It's the same when guys remember get together. When I, remember when yeah, I no. said that we would dress it's, this it's, the it's the same when guys get together. Okay. We bad talk each other and everything, but it's it's, it's not. It's all in good fun. It, it is. It's No one's taking offense to it, so it, it's not really bullying. But in order to get to that point, you have to understand it. So, for the TLDR, yeah. um, started out talking about how I broke my hand. Um, even though Jacob insisted I didn't, I broke my hand. It hurts lots. Um, <clears throat> then we went into talking about how we've been married for a while and we have stuff to say. 16 years. One about day. tips. So we gave some tips. Um, 
Jacob started in on this conversation that threw me off guard. And we kind of in real time demonstrated what we've learned throughout the years in the convo. Then we went into the, am I smarter than a fifth grader? I almost said, am I smarter than an asshole? (laughs) Anywho, um, we tied. Then we went into the, am I the asshole? The dude was an asshole. I think that's... We can both agree on that. Yeah, that was right from the get-go. We, yeah. Then Jacob shared a little story time about a time that (laughs) I laughed at his pain and it was hilarious. It was funny. And now here we are ending on a note about how bullying can be beneficial, but we'll discuss that in a future. If we remember. That, yeah. Cause that, that's not just something you can just leave. Yeah. I mean, no, again, no, 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 uh-uh, bu- don't, no, don't no. bully other people. No shit. I'm just saying, I think that there are forms. Okay. That, again, we don't care. So yep. Anyway, that's the end of the podcast. I feel like we went longer than we typically do. We, yeah, we're at one hour, 16 minutes. Shoot. I hope everybody sticks around for that. Oh, they will. Cause extra that, 12 minutes. Cause that story. So pretty hilarious. just to make sure everybody was listening, what fell on Jacob? On the porch, on the, the porch that they purchased. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so we're done. Yep. So, uh, pick up your, your CD can. I'm going to pick up the He can. has so many Canada Dry, and they're all the flavored ones. You're not even going with your standard issue Canada Dry, which really annoys me. No, I mean, they're they're the special Christmas. <sighs> Whatever. Anyway. Anyway, so what do you what do you normally say? Peace!